where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Each of these media creates a uh, new environment. It creates a new situation for human association and human perception. Any medium at all creates a new pattern, a new, a new atmosphere, a new environment of human perception, which works upon the whole man. It works upon the whole society. That is the effect of a medium. It has that total pervasive effect. That is the message that social change that is brought about. The content of the medium is never the message because the content is always the old medium. From the vast wilds of the Great White North for the week of November the 27th, 2022, it's TVA, a Canadian perspective on television from north of the 49th parallel. I'm Greg David. And I'm Amy Wilson. And we would like you to put your television on mute or pause your streaming service, put your phone down for episode 256 of TVA, the podcast. Hello, everyone. It's good to be back in your ears again. Thank you for uh, joining us, downloading us, streaming us, however you get access to the podcast. Uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different from the usual ones. Um, we're heading into the month of December, which means uh, no new pod, uh, no new episodes of Canadian shows, and really not much breaking news either. Uh, all of the new episodes have ended because we're getting into the holiday season, and the broadcasters all put on uh, the specials and holiday movies and that type of thing for the for the next month. Um, that also means then that the podcast is going to take a break in December, and uh, we will. We'll be back in January, and there is going to be a lot of stuff happening in January with CBC's midseason among the things that we're going to be talking about. So, mm-hmm. um, yes, yes, we need to rest up, Amy, because there's going to be lots of stuff happening in January. There sure is. Lots of stuff. Good stuff. So instead, Amy and I are going to celebrate the upcoming holiday season by talking a little bit about holiday programming. Um, it doesn't have to be Canadian necessarily. This We just wanted to talk about programming that has become a staple of our seasonal viewing, whether it's, a, you know, whether you're in Canada, the U.S. or the U.K., uh, what is it that we like to uh, watch and what is it that makes the holidays for us? Uh, but before we get to chatting about that, Amy, what have you got on hand for the beverage update? Oh, well, I was trying to feel very Christmassy, and uh, and we just had Thanksgiving here. Well, it's the UK, but we uh, listeners might remember I was going to put on Thanksgiving for my British friends this mm-hmm. this last week, and I did, and it went very well. But we have a lot of wine left over, and so uh, we've got a, a Christmas mulled wine from from Waitrose, and so I'm going to be uh, heating up some of that on the stove with some cinnamon cloves and orange slices later, and pour it into some mugs and have a nice nice cozy little drink to uh, to watch some Christmas shows with. So that's that's what I'm going with. Wow. Do, you, do you like a mold? Do you like a mold wine? Do you think I, ever do that? I have had mold wine, I think, twice in my life. I liked it both times, uh, but it's not something that I usually think about. So I love that you mentioned that because I think maybe I'm going to have to add that to my holiday beverage um, list because you can buy it like you can buy it pre mold or you can do what you're doing, which is adding all of the mulling spices and things like that to it that sounds amazing yeah yeah we're, we're lucky in that uh we found a brand well waitrose is a is a major supermarket here and they do a really nice a nice mulled wine already and we just add a little bit to it um but it's good on its own but uh yeah i didn't really drink it until i came over here but it's really a holiday staple here so uh i drink it all the time between thanksgiving and christmas now so i'm gonna break up my first my first bottle tonight 
Excellent. So, yay. Uh, for me, it's going to be, uh, I'm drinking water right now, but uh, and I don't have this in the house, but I will be remedying that situation. Um, a holiday drink that I enjoy is eggnog. Um, and I think my youngest stepson and I are the only ones in the family that like eggnog. So we never have to worry about sharing. It's just the two of us <laughs> that drink it. And uh, I don't put rum in mine. Um, I grew up where my dad would... Um, sprinkle a little bit of nutmeg on top um, mm. with his. And so that's what I've gotten into. And I have this, you know, you talk about getting kitchen gadgets that only have one uh, purpose. I actually have a, a nutmeg. Um, it's, it's, it's a shaver, but it's basically like this little blade and you spin it and it lightly shaves fresh nutmeg on top of things. Oh my and gosh. That's hardcore, Greg. Yeah, yeah. I do have to say that it's, you know, again, one of those things that you only use it for one thing, uh, but it does that one thing really well. And I do have to say that having fresh, freshly shaved nutmeg uh, or freshly grated nutmeg on top of your eggnog makes all the difference in the world. So that's what I will be having during the holiday season. Wow, that sounds fantastic. I like um, eggnog, but... I hate to say it, I've never made it on my own. I've only had it uh, a couple of times. It's been made for me at parties, but and then I've only had like the kind you get at the at the store. So I, I'm sorry, my my eggnog game is not up to snuff uh, like yours is. Oh no, no, no! Please don't misunderstand. I don't make eggnog. I buy <laughs> oh, yeah. the carton. The only thing, the only thing that I do is I add the nutmeg on top. But no, no, I don't. I don't make uh, it. I have a friend. I have a couple of friends that make eggnog uh, on their. You know, it's and it's it's a yearly thing. It's kind of like um, having a bread starter where you always have a little bit that you leave leave over from year to year. Oh, and that's okay. kind of what you build upon. But no, I would never. Uh, I, that's a little bit too extravagant for me. I just like to buy the carton and and add okay. my, own, my own nutmeg. <laughs> with, your with your fancy, fancy <laughs> nutmeg. All right. Nutmeg. Yeah, yeah. All right. That my bespoke good. nutmeg. <laughs> Uh, so now that we've yeah. talked about the beverages that we're going to drink over the holiday season, um, where do you want to start? Why don't I start with you, Amy? Is there, uh, you know, something, uh, is there a movie or a TV show or a special that really means the holidays to you and gets you into the holiday spirit? Uh, there is, and I would have brought this up anyway, but it has, uh, it's it's back, uh, it, it's relevant again this year because there's a, a sequel uh, that has just come out, but A Christmas Story, of mm -hmm. course, and uh, this, uh, of course, is a film that was released in theaters, but uh, it became big on cable and started being aired you know, 24 hours straight on Christmas Eve and, and on Christmas Day uh, in the U.S. anyway. I don't know. I know it's popular in Canada, too, but I don't know if you guys had the 24-hour thing did you guys do that no no not the 24 oh, yeah. hour thing no okay well we did they started in in like i don't know the late 80s they started on christmas eve at 8, 8 p.m they would put it on and it would go until christmas day 8 p.m and so it was just your background while you're wrapping presents and everything so um i grew up with that and i loved it and my parents loved it my dad would always be saying how much it's it set in the 40s and so how much it reminded him of his childhood mm. and so i i loved that growing up and i would watch it in its entirety every every year and over the years I, I got a little sick of it so I'd only see bits and pieces but I see at least a little bit of it still every every year and 
to tie it into Canada, uh, a lot of it was shot in Toronto. So um, yeah. a lot of the scenes there. So um, as well as Cleveland, Ohio. But uh, this year, uh, A Christmas Story Christmas has just been released in the last week or so uh, on HBO Max in the U.S. And uh, it's Ariane Crave in Canada. Mm-hmm. And it has uh, Peter Billingsley and the entire original kid cast. And um, I watched this uh, a couple of days ago and I was a that I was going to hate it because, right. you know, you have such strong feelings for the first one. Yeah. And I actually found it surprisingly touching. And I, you know, the, the premise involves adult Ralphie, who is now married with kids coming home for Christmas just after his dad, the old man, passes away. And his mom makes him promise that they'll have the best Christmas ever to honor his dad, who loved Christmas. And um, so while it's a sweet family movie, the premise is touching. Uh, it touches on Christmas and, and grief, which is an, an emotion I experience more and more as I get older and have mm. lost. Uh, friends and family and you know that, that that tinge of sadness kind of that comes up with Christmas now with me that I didn't understand as a kid but resonates with me and um and yeah I uh, I found it really good I mean there, it was hokey in some parts and it wasn't perfect or anything like that but I I enjoyed it more than I, I thought I would and so yeah I think I, I might watch the both of those movies in conjunction now uh going forward I think I I I, I will watch the new one as well. Um, not, not as often as the first one, but um, I think it's a worthy successor and I really enjoyed it. And and just like I said, my dad growing, saying it, it reminded him of growing up in the 40s. The new movie is set in the 70s. And I was mm-hmm. like, it reminded me of my own childhood, the yeah. cars, the clothes, the toys. And so I found it a lot of fun. So um, that is both something that's a staple and also a new recommendation. So that's uh, that's my first uh, 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 contribution to our uh, conversation. Did That's you watch great. this movie a lot? Yeah, I did. And uh, I watched the original. And now that I've heard the, your review of the update or the sequel, I'm definitely going to check out the sequel. Um, you know, the original had so many great, you know, catchphrases, you know, like you're going to put an eye out um, mm-hmm. or you, the the old man and the the leg being delivered and the boxing <laughs> for Gilet on the outside and the, you know, just so, so great. I, I love that. I love that movie. Um, for me, you know, that's definitely one that, that brings back memories. Um, I think the ultimate one for me is how the Grinch stole Christmas uh, um, yes. with Boris Karloff. Um, it's always the one that, you know, if it's on, I'll check it out. It's the one that takes me back to being a kid uh, to, you know, looking at the Christmas tree in my family's living room. Uh, it was a fake tree, but it was still cool. And, you know, seeing the presents under the tree at Christmas Eve, um, we used to go to a Christmas Eve service when I was a kid at our church. And so that was part of the, I I guess when it comes to the holidays, it's all about, um, routine, right. And feeling comfort in that routine. And so Mm -hmm. when I watch how the Grinch stole Christmas, it just brings me back to that, the being a kid, um, being, you know, somewhat innocent and being in that kind of cozy routine that came along with it. So that's, um, probably that would be my number one. I, I think, um, and then for a modern thing, a uh, modern recommendation, because you you kind of, I think that was a great segue to talk about something that was more modern, would be the Murdoch Mysteries um, holiday episodes that have become, quickly become a staple for Murdoch Mysteries fans. Um, you know, the fans that are listening are going to kill me if I get the number wrong, but I know that there have been several 
that have been made uh, and that they are broadcast every year on CBC during the month of December. Uh, so you can obviously check those out. And I think How the Grinch Stole Christmas is on CBC as well. And I also know that at least one American network has the right to broadcast it. It might be CBS. Uh, it might be ABC now that I say that. Anyway, check your local listings. But yeah, so uh, yeah, those would be my first two picks off off the top. What, what else have you got? Well, um, I've got a, well, first I want to say for uh, Murdoch Mysteries, uh, Sky has the rights over here. And um, actually they just had, uh, it was part of their, on their homepage, they had a Murdoch Mysteries uh, little square, whatever. It was the first page and it was saying, you know, to get you to watch it. And it reminded me that I need to, uh, to uh, tune in for the Christmas specials because I've only seen one mm. and uh, I would love to put those on in the background because I always find that whole show very comforting. I'm not like a, a super fan like uh, so many of uh, the TVA reader, readers are, but I do always love having it on and I, I find it a great show, very entertaining and very comforting. So um, yeah, I think, and my wife, um, Natalie has never seen that show. So uh, I think I'd like to introduce her to that and the Christmas specials might be a great way to do yeah. that. Um, but my my next recommendation would or the, the next show that I love that reminds me of Christmas the most is a Charlie Brown Christmas mm. and um, which is on Apple TV. I think they have the rights to all of the Charlie Brown specials now. So um, I uh, have been watching all of them this fall. I started with the it's uh, it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown for Halloween and a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving a few days ago. And uh, nothing. Just it, it just reminds me of being a kid, and it would uh, come out on Friday nights and on CB, CBS, I believe, in the states, and like at eight o'clock. And it was it, that just kicked off the holiday for you every year. It was when the Charlie Brown Christmas special came on. It was officially Christmas, and you would. Uh, it reminds me of lying on in front of the TV with hot chocolate and Christmas cookies, and you know um, my sister is five years older than I am, so she would babysit me a lot when my parents went out Christmas shopping. So we would sit there and watch that sometimes together while while my parents went out and got and got gifts, depending, you know on our ages when I was old enough to be left alone with my sister. But uh, anyway, I love that. And uh, again, that's another one. It's not as big over here. A lot of these shows um, like a Christmas story does mm -hmm. not translate as well over in the UK. I, it's just uh, probably uh, that it's, you know, it's love of a, the quest of a gun, which is very puzzling to people right. over here and a puzzling to me too. In Canada, it would be puzzling as well, but it's a very much a, an Americana movie. So it's not become quite the cultural thing that it has uh, in North America. So I introduced that film, A Christmas Story, to uh, Natalie the year that we got married a few years ago and we got married just before Christmas so it happened to be on and she was like what is this what? and at first it was confusing to her but she loves it now so and she liked the sequel as well and so she's never seen a Charlie Brown Christmas so I'm going to show that to her in a few in a few days a few weeks and uh, I hope she likes it as much as I did but she won't have the nostalgic connection to it so who knows <laughs> It's interesting that you brought up a Charlie Brown Christmas. I was just talking to somebody about it the other day because TV Insider ranked the top 50 t uh, holiday movies, episodes, and specials, and they ranked a Charlie Brown Christmas at number one. And really? Yeah. And so the person that I was speaking to, we both agreed that while it was good, we didn't necessarily rank it at the top of our list. And I wonder 
I mean, I don't want to say it's an American Canadian thing because I think that Charlie Brown obviously translates to to Canada. But really mm-hmm. interesting to to hear you bring that up, and I'm glad that you brought it up because uh, for for that reason, um, I don't have the connection to Charlie Brown um, that some do. So it isn't. I mean, I certainly. I think the one that I liked the most was um, Halloween. It's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Just because mm-hmm. I never got over Linus, you know, the looking like a potato, um, <laughs> right? So I think right. I think that that's the the memory that I have rather than a Charlie Brown Christmas. But I got to give a Charlie Brown Christmas another look because I think it's you know just because of what you said. I don't think that I've given it the respect that I haven't given Charlie the respect that he deserves. Well, I'll check it out. It's you know it's it looks great on Apple TV. I, I don't know if it's been restored or or anything, but uh, it just. Uh, it, it looks better than I remember it because I, I don't think I've seen it since it was on an old CRT TV in the 80s, probably. So it was the last time I've actually watched it. So it looked great uh, on Apple TV. And um, I, yeah, it certainly made me feel nostalgic. And and maybe it's just that I don't. I, and there's something a little bit melancholy about it, the music yeah. and everything about that. And that I think connects with me. Maybe that says something about me that I'm always kind of like, like, oh, everything's happy. But I'm always thinking about life, you know, right. kind of person. <laughs> that's, you know, it's like I'm very Charlie Brown. So maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe that's just my personality. <laughs> um, one that uh, I have grown to love over the years, but didn't when it first came out on, on the TV was um, National Lampoon's Christmas uh, Vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't one that I was, was high on my list. I don't know. I don't know why I just, um, I really like the original movie, um, National Lampoon's Vacation. Um, but over the years, uh, this, this one has become, has quickly become a staple, uh, you know, Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, um, you know, Julie Louis-Dreyfus is in this as well with some very funny moments, um, and yeah, so that's that's one that uh, you know maybe I'm becoming like Clark Griswold, who just wants to have the perfect <laughs> Christmas and the lights on the tr- on the house and everything. Um, so that one, that's one that's that's definitely grown on me um, over the years. So that would be yeah, I guess that would be my my you know a second uh, a one that's really important um, and makes me feel uh, nostalgic and and you know during the holidays. We, we like that. I hadn't seen it for a number of years, but we we started watching it again. Um, th- that is a big one over here. People do watch that. And I, I think I've watched it more since coming to the UK than I have in years. So, mm-hmm. um, in fact, I think we watched it last Christmas again, too. So, yeah, I do enjoy that. And, um, and it's just, yeah, it's just fun. And yeah. uh and everything going wrong and uh, his quest to get those Christmas lights right and uh, yeah. everything. Yeah, <laughs> everyone can relate. For sure. Absolutely. Have you got one one more? Oh, yeah. Well, it, it's a collection, actually. And Ooh, again, since moving over. <laughs> I have a collection for my last one, too. Let's see. Go oh, ahead. all right. Well, OK. Well, maybe, uh, maybe they'll be the same. Probably not. I'm going to go with British Christmas specials in general, but also on BritBox, the Britmas collection. And I've seen a lot of these over the years. I've always watched British TV uh, for decades, long before moving over here. But still, I had I was exposed to just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, nobody does Christmas specials like the British, frankly, because uh, wow, is it a thing? Um, and uh, BritBox is a great place to start. It's all in a handy little, you know, it's just in a, a collection. You don't have to go searching for your favorite episode because sometimes when I'm, I'm not even the biggest Friends fan, but it's just an easy. There's so many episodes that, you know, you can always find a Thanksgiving or a Christmas episode and you sometimes just want it on in the background when you're doing something. 
this is all, you don't have to search for anything. Everything's all collected nice on the app. And um, yeah, I've watched a bunch of stuff that I, I never seen before. Uh, the, the Father Ted specials, the original Office Christmas uh, special, uh, Mrs. Brown's Boys, which is huge over here. It's not quite my thing, but my mother-in-law loves it. So it's always on. Only Fools and Horses, Gavin and Stacy in the Doctor Who Christmas special. And so uh, everything. Um, and they also have a, a, a um, I believe it's actually a film. It's called The Snowman. And that is one that I'd never seen. It's an animated classic over here that I wasn't familiar with until my wife introduced it to me. And that's her favorite Christmas uh, show from being a child. And it's lovely. And it's also on BritBox. So um, if if you have not seen a lot of uh, uh, British Christmas specials, um, that would be, a, even if you just pay for one month, um, or do the 30 day trial. It's yeah. worth it just to get the, get the Christmas specials and uh, see a bunch of uh, good stuff that you might not have seen before. Oh, including the Miranda Christmas specials, which are top notch in our house. So that's a great pick. I just got an email from BritBox because I'm a subscriber talking about the latest um, stuff that's been added. So there's a new there's a new Death in Paradise um, Christmas oh, episode, yeah. Christmas special. So yeah, that's great. And um, you know, I think Mister is Mister Bean part of the BritBox um, holiday collection. I can't remember whether he's there or whether I he might be look. ITV. Um, while you're looking that up, I'll go with my collection, and my collection is the Hallmark holiday movies. And of course. it started out several years ago as I began watching these things with my partner, Ellen, and we would make fun of them. We would make fun of the formula. You know, the woman from the big city going to the small town, you know, there was always going to be a tree lighting. There was always going to be, you know, there's always a, a somewhat chaste kiss at the end. And, uh, but quickly we became myself anyway, I really like to watch them. And over the years, it's been fascinating to not only see the number of them that are, are filmed, especially around Canada, uh, in and around Canada. Um, there were 15 that were filmed alone just in the last year here in the Ottawa area. So just within half an hour wow. of where I live now, that's how many, um, you know, there've been 15 filmed in the area, which of course brings money to the communities. Um, but I really do like them. And I'm seeing a lot more diversity, uh, not only with the storylines, but also with the casting. So we're seeing, you know, uh, you know, people who are black, people who are brown, same sex couples uh, in mm -hmm. these storylines as well. So it really is cool to see how these these movies are evolving over the years and are quickly, like I said, becoming a staple of my holiday viewing because you know that there's going to be at least a couple on every single night. Um, we don't have the Hallmark Channel here in Canada. Uh, but if you have W Network or Slice, you can see them there. Also, Super Channel has the rights to broadcast some of them, as does CTV and CBC. Uh, so they're really a global and city TV as well. So you can watch them. Even if you only have basic cable, you can see all of these Hallmark movies um, on your screens. Uh, yes, highly recommended. I, um, my mom, my mom passed away in 2002 and she loved Christmas and like the, the earlier Christmas movies that were being made in Canada, she loved those cause they were starting to show them on uh, lifetime in the States and yep. in Hallmark. And, and, uh, and then my stepmom was in love with these movies starting in October. Basically they're on her TV 24 seven until Christmas and sometimes well beyond I can catch, you know, when I was living in the States could catch her in June watching uh, Christmas films if she could find them because sometimes she could. And, um, 
and here they're, they're here as well and um all over sky tv and uh they're on netflix they're on yeah. uh, everywhere i see and i'll see i'll see friendly canadian faces i'm like oh you know and i and it, it is uh, it's comforting to see uh so many actors i'm familiar with for talking to from uh, tva but also just watching over the years so yes the the great canadian export is uh, a big thing in the uk as well uh the christmas movies Amazing. You know what, Amy, thank you so much for getting together with me today to talk about um, the holiday, your holiday memories and, and sharing some of those, the, those programming notes that people can check out. I think it's, it's fun to, you know, as you know, as much as we talk about the, you know, we kind of keep to the formula of talking about the news and the calendar. It, it is nice to just kind of sit back and relax a little bit and just talk about stuff that we like to watch. So thanks for sharing. Oh, sure. It was a lot of fun. And uh, oh, just to say, Mr. Bean is on Brick, is okay. on Brick Box. Excellent. Thank yeah. you for doing that crack research um, <laughs> I, while, while I was blathering on about the uh, the W movies uh, or the Hallmark uh, Christmas movies. Uh, so thank you, everybody, um, for uh, listening to this podcast and checking us out. Um, you know, it was great to, to relaunch the, the podcast this year. And uh, yeah, like I said, we're going to take a well-deserved break through the month of December, but we will be back in January. But before we do that, Amy, where can people find you when you're not um, getting into the mulled wine? (laughs) Um, You can find me uh, on Twitter at Wilson underscore A underscore R. And also um, my cuddly, sweet, and sometimes bad bulldog on uh, Instagram at Cadbury the Bulldog. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at TV underscore EH. And of course, you can visit TVA.com. That wraps up the TVA podcast. And now back to your regularly scheduled program.